Hi, everybody. This is Tracy Malone. I have a in the last week kind of email or video for you. I've written down some notes and um, I want to share them with you. So last week, I'm in the Boulder, Colorado area, and I watched ash fall from the sky yet again here in Colorado. It wasn't from a forest fire this time. It was from a thousand of my neighbor's houses burning down. My house reeked of smoke and the windows were closed. I could feel it and smell it in my hair. It was a very scary moment. I could see the flames in the distance and half of my town was evacuated. Two towns adjacent to me were also evacuated and people were given five minutes notice to gather what they could and get out. And that's how fast these homes burned. It was at like four hours and we had just all of these fires. I know you've heard about it on the news. Um, I know of 10 friends who lost their homes and at least one whose cat they couldn't grab and couldn't get back to the house and their cat was also gone. One dear friend couple who had spent Christmas with us, they were building a new home and they were told very early on that their entire street had burned down. This was devastating news, but then the condo that they were staying in while the house was being built also got evacuated. Yet, as the smoke cleared and homes were being evaluated, that couple found out that of the entire block that their home was on, three homes stood and theirs was one of them. So there was some hope inside of that. Now, I've actually known two friends who had the only house on the street that wasn't burned. And the entire block is ash. Imagine going back to your home where the Joneses live next door and that family lived there and it's all gone. This isn't like the tornadoes that we saw in Kentucky last week. This is ash. This is total desolation. Everything's gone. And I just can't even imagine how the thought of rebuilding, especially in COVID times, getting help, getting builders and finding materials, you know, uh, lumber is up in price and people that were building were adding 20% on because you can't get this and you can't get that and you can't get appliances. So this is going to be a very long road for Colorado and our hearts go out to them. I'm gonna put a link down below of where you can donate if you can. We have to remember the firefighters. This wasn't just the Boulder and Superior and Louisville fire departments. We had fire departments from all over the state coming in to help us and we needed it. 1,000 homes. This is like, I thought it was like 600 acres or something. This is crazy stuff, right? And everyone goes, well, Colorado has lots of fires. In the forest, barely touches homes. California gets it where the homes go. We've never had this. This is absolutely crazy. Then we had the one-two punch. The next day, we had our first snowstorm, and I was getting calls from my friends on the East Coast saying, well, at least it will put out the fires. Well, honestly, the fires were put out before the snow came, and despite the fact that we got about eight to 12 inches, that's not even an inch of water. So it probably evaporated or would have evaporated before it hit that much fire. Oh, that's crazy. But the, again, people thought the, the, the snow would help. 
the snow was much worse. It was a one-two punch because the snow made the people who had to evacuate, the 30,000 people whose homes didn't actually burn down, but they were forced out. Um, their pipes were freezing. Uh, electricity was turned off. Gas is turned off. Um, boil water alerts are in, in effect for all the communities around here and our, you know, gymnasiums and schools and, you know, YMCAs are turned into shelters. There's shelter tents of puppies and dogs and horses. And, you know, this is a war zone and I'm only eight miles away. I'm really grateful that I could see the fires, but they didn't come close enough to scare me or to, to burn me. I was certainly scared. I'll take that back. Um, let's see. I wrote some notes, so I'm looking at them every once in a while. Okay. The third hit was the COVID, right? This has been a, a crazy year. And um, I had a dinner party with about seven friends for Christmas Eve. And it was a great party. And then I began to think it might have been the last supper. We all actually got tested um, before the party, and I was negative as well as my, my friends. But a few days after, I started to feel ill and just sort of dizzy, weird. It wasn't like before, um, but I went to get tested. And after four and a half hours in a testing line, I was in my car and I was editing my book and, and finding quotes I could make memes out of. So I, I kept busy and, and it kind of felt like it went by fast, four and a half hours in my car. Thank God I wasn't cold and thank God I wasn't in the streets like some other cities are. Um, but the news came on New Year's Eve that I too have COVID. And while my symptoms are very mild, I'm so thankful. I really struggled to figure out where did I get this? If I had a negative test, how could I be sick three days later, right? It, again, it could have been a false positive, whatever, I don't know. But um, I then had to like worry about all my friends. This is a thing that if you catch COVID, you're gonna go through this, the guilt of telling your friends. My one couple whose house was spared that night, their house had not been declared spared and they were in trauma the fact that they've lost it. So how could I call them up and tell them that they have to go get tested? And while living in a hotel and not being able to isolate, what if one was sick and one was not? Oh my God, the guilt was amazing. I, I, I had my employee and um, my massage therapist also getting tested and, you know, they had to wait in long lines and you know, what if they were sick? How could I live with that guilt? It was overwhelming and, and there's no words to express it, but I just want you to know how it feels when you get diagnosed and you've got to do this contact tracing and to notify everybody. It's scary and it's heart-wrenching. So um, what else did I want to say? So I, I had COVID prior to this. I had COVID March, 2020. This was um, less than a week after they kind of announced it to the world. And I was on an island and didn't even know that it was out there. So when I was traveling back, um, it was so fresh and I had three stops and I got COVID. 
and I was sick. I was sick six weeks, unable to breathe. My lungs were collapsing. I didn't end up in the hospital, but I was very, very sick. I've never been that sick. Um, I don't think I could work for at least eight weeks, if not longer. Even then it was limited because my lungs couldn't handle being up. I couldn't talk like this. There's a whole video out there on YouTube of me that I made after I was starting to get better and you could hear it. I couldn't get the words out. And, you know, this time I'm really happy. I'm fully vaccinated. My, my booster was actually supposed to be Monday and I was sick, so I couldn't leave. Um, I am quarantining, of course, but um, my symptoms are very mild. It, it started and the reason I went was I started getting like little weird dizzy spells, just sort of like, whoa, what was that? And, and it would just come across me. And now I've got some headache I've got the dizzy spells that just seem to come when they want to and um, hot and cold, like never a fever. I didn't have a fever last time either. So all those stores going click, click and checking your heads, it didn't matter. I had full on COVID last time and I never had the fever. So be alert of any weird little things like a runny nose I had for like an hour. That was it. But that was the sign. That was something I needed to look for. And um, I also, this year in 2021, I lost my little sister to COVID. And that about five days after hearing from her and um, she's like, I'm, I just have diarrhea. Don't worry, it's not COVID. I can't keep any food down. I'll talk to you later. And then she was dead. And um, her husband was admitted to a hospital right after they took her body away. And he was in the hospital for five months and on a ventilator in a coma, and uh, eventually they took his leg. So COVID's not to be messed around with. And a friend of mine said this morning, um, you've paid your COVID dues, Tracy. Why does this keep happening? And I literally don't ever not wear a mask. And I am vaccinated and keep myself safe. So I'm imploring you to just make sure that you do everything you can. And, you know, I've got kind of lazy about that washing the hands and I used to wash the apples when they came home. I'm not going to go back that far, but I am going to spend a lot more time if I'm in a store holding a cart, trusting that someone else wiped it off. I'm going to bring my own wipes from now on. I'm going to be a lot more careful. I'm not going to bring out my rubber gloves, which I wore in 2020, but I am going to be more careful. And I implore you to do the same thing. Um, let's see. I, I did, I've been under treatment with my homeopathic doctor, lots of herbs, zinc, and wellness formula we got from uh, Whole Foods, which has echinacea and all the V, D, and C, and all the stuff. And I've remained pretty darn good. This is day eight. And I am reporting that I am pretty darn okay. You know, I, I, I definitely will get weak today. I've cut my, my workload down to a minimal amount of clients and, and groups and things. So um, I remind you that if, if you have a friend that is one in the million who has been diagnosed with COVID this week, to please reach out to them. I can't tell you how much my heart feels good to know that people are out there and checking in on me, seeing if I need anything and do that for anyone that you know that has COVID or even thinks they do. It, it's just reassuring. It feels very alone and isolating to be quarantined. So please reach out and make sure that you take care of that. Um, 
here's to a brighter 2022. Let's all have an amazing year. Let's my book, damn, over there, let my book sell and make my dreams come true that we're going to help millions of people. You guys look for what you're going to do. I'm going to build my empire and COVID's not going to stop me. So this is Tracy Malone. Just a little update, a little personal note on this, but uh, please take care of yourselves and love anyone you know that has COVID.